One of the things that draws me to spend several sessions on 1 John 5 to 10 is the tension and thus the perplexity of knowing that we must walk in the light as believers if we're going to have fellowship with, with God, if we're going to have fellowship with one another, including God, and if we're going to have the blood of Jesus cleanse us from all sin, and yet, in spite of the fact we must walk in the light, we must also confess our sins, which means we have sins, which means we can never say we have no sin. We can never say we have not sinned. So what does walking in the light mean if I have sins that I must confess and if I can never say I have not sinned, what does it mean? So let's read the whole paragraph and then get into the first couple of verses. This is the message we have heard from him and proclaimed to you, that God is light. So there's where everything starts, who he is as absolute, bright, pure light, truth. And in him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him, that we belong to him, united with him, and we walk in darkness, we're liars. And we don't practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And I think that one another includes each other and him. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin if we walk in the light. If we say we have no sin and we deceive, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. But if we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar. And his word is not in us. So, Father, as we look at this amazing verse about how bright and and light, and true, and pure, and holy, and good, and righteous you are, and how we must be with you in the light in order to enjoy fellowship with you, in order to be cleansed from all our sin by the blood of your Son. Oh, show us how this works, God. Show us what it is to walk in the light, and yet to still have sin in our lives. We need your help to understand and become this. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's just take these verses right here, two, first two verses in this session. This is the message we have heard from him and proclaimed to you. We've heard from Jesus and proclaimed to you. And that message is God is light that's where it all starts, in the very being of God, as bright and pure and without any sin, without any untruth at all. God is light and no darkness at all, with the implication then that if we have fellowship with him, or if we say we have fellowship with him, and yet we walk in darkness, we're liars. And we don't practice the truth. So the implication seems to be if you have fellowship with God, 
it's because you are united to him in light, and therefore you can't walk in darkness. Now, what what does have fellowship with him mean? Some people might try to say, oh, that's not... uh, being a Christian merely, that's a higher level of Christianity that you can enjoy sometimes and not other times. And so he's really not saying that if you walk in the darkness, you don't have a relationship with God, you're lost. I don't think that's right. All over this book is the opposite. For example, here's First John 4, 7 and 8. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And whoever loves has been born of God. If you love, if you love people, you have been born of God and know God. Anyone who does not love does not know God. You haven't been born of God. You don't know him. And you don't have this fellowship with him that we just read about in chapter one, because God is love. So that's the idea behind here. If we say, We belong to God, we're born of God, we are God's, and yet we walk in darkness, we don't love, we don't know what we're talking about, we're not telling the truth. So how does this work? How does this come about? How does the fact that God is light in a world of darkness like ours, having a God over it that is pure light, result in people who are originally darkened? having fellowship with God and walking in the light. How does that happen? It starts back in John 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, who is light. And the Word was God. So the Word, we're going to find out, is Jesus, was God and therefore was light. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. Now, how does that life produce light in men? Look at John 8, 12. Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness but will have the light of life. So life is given in connection with Jesus, and that life enables us to both see and become light. See light and shine with light. Here's the way it is explained in John 12, 36. While you have the light, Believe, that's like follow, believe in the light that you may become sons of light. So when you believe in the light, so it's God and Jesus, the light of the world, and we are are believing in Jesus and believing in Jesus, we are enabled to see light and shine With light. So the sons of light recognize the true light of God and they shine with the true light of God. Let's look at a text for each of those. This is John 1 14. The Word became flesh. So the Word who is in the beginning with God and light 
became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory. That's the light of God in Christ. Glory as the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. The Pharisees didn't see this. The people who crucified Jesus didn't see this. Those who were born of God, those who believe, those who follow Jesus have seen the glory, have seen the light. And when you see the light, because life has come into you, when you see the glory, the light, you become like it. Look at 1 John 2, 8 to 11. The darkness is passing away. The true light, Jesus Christ, is already shining in the world and in us. Whoever says he is in the light and hates his brother is still in darkness. So this light manifests itself in love. Whoever loves his brother abides in the light because the love is the expression of the light. We become like the light when we believe in the light. And we, be, we become like the light by loving others. That's what light shines like, looks like. And in him there is no cause of stumbling. But whoever hates his brother is in darkness and walks in darkness and does not know where he's going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. So, back to our text. This is the message we have heard from him and proclaim to you, God is light. He sends his son into the world. God is light. He looks down on a dark world, people perishing in darkness, and he acts. He sends Christ as the light of life. He brings new life, and by union with him, that life enables us to have light in two senses. One, we see it. We see the glory. 114. And we shine with light. Equal love. So, in him there's no darkness, and if we say then that we have union with him, partnership with him, salvation from him, fellowship with him, while we still walk in darkness and do not love, we are liars, and we don't practice the truth. When you come into relationship with God through the light who is Christ— you are given life and the light that comes from life, namely being able to see the glory of Christ and his truth and beauty and then be transformed by him and thus shine with light. And that life, that light there shines with love. And therefore, we don't walk in darkness, which raises now the question, if we cannot be walking in darkness, but must walk in in the light, then what, what does it mean? And it says, if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. If we confess our sin, what is sin doing 
while we're walking in the light. What's the difference between walking in the darkness and having all these sins to confess? That's where we turn next.